it's Astro Blast. Uh, Happy New Year's Eve. If you're listening to this before, and if not, Happy New Year. I'm Jess Abbott. I'm Chris Farron. Happy New Year. Today we're going to talk about the astrology apps and which ones you should take into the new year and which ones you should leave in the dust. Leave them in the dust. These are some of the best freaking astrology appetizers that are out there. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, but before we get into it, we're also going to do a probe with music journalist and author Dan Ozzie. Dan Ozzie. What a what a wonderful writer. And it's, I believe that. It's true. Well, you are and a friend and a muscular, my most muscular friend. <laughs> he is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jenny, <laughs> you want me to say that you are my most muscular friend? <laughs> Does that you. feel Jenny and I ate, you? We ate pancakes like three days in a row for Christmas season. So uh, I would doubt that either of us are particularly muscular right now. Well, you can tone that. Uh, Dan Ozzy, my newest friend and also my friend who looks most like the guy from that superhero movie Shazam. Ah, uh, Yes. But yeah, let me get do some announcements before we get into that. So first off, in January, I'm going to be contributing some astrology pieces to Chicago's Hooligan Magazine, which is a digital and print publication and collective that focuses on music, poetry, art, and community. And then some of the pieces that I'll be doing for them will accompany new Astro Blast episodes coming up in January. They'll include kind of like related graphics and images and charts that are discussed in the episodes and uh, the general themes and whatnot. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, Hooligan's Hool- a Hooligan's great. Yeah, they're uh, the only thing I can say about it is that I wish it came out more frequently. Yeah, um, I just got a print one in the mail for the first time like a week or two ago, and it it's so beautiful. They like lay it out so well, and um, the I met them are... in Chicago. They're from Chicago, right? Yeah, they're yeah, so, they're great, they're so nice. I think they were telling. I, I mean, I've been talking to Morgan, who's like the who's like the main creator editor there. I think she was telling me that she saw your she went to your show recently, so yeah. it must have been the same. She's friends with Frankie. Yes, uh, friend yeah. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, in 2020, I'm also going to be opening my astrology practice to give actual readings. Um, so stay tuned for that. I will be at jessabbottastrologer.com. So eventually it's not going to be up quite yet. But yeah, I'm excited to finally start doing that. Nice. Uh, And this is also the final episode of what we're going to call season one of the podcast. This was the educational and informational introduction to astrology, this whole season of the podcast. And season two is going to pick up in January, totally revamped. There's going to be so many changes. It's going to look kind of like a totally different podcast, but kind of in the same universe as what you've come to know. Chris, the student, has been informed as fully as someone can be, at least from where I'm sitting, at the introductory level of astrology. And now it's time for him to leave the astro nest. What? <laughs> <laughs> This is how you find out. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) In reality, he's going on tour and is going to be way too busy to stick around for where the podcast is going. But we will remember him fondly as the horniest host of Astro Blast. Thank you so much. (laughs) That is an honor. I'll mail you a plaque. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. It has been truly super interesting trying to like i've never tried to teach anybody this much about astrology yeah um and i've also never laughed so much trying to teach someone about astrology so from here on i'll be pioneering the episodes often with guest hosts uh the new episodes will have a central theme 
So for January, the guests I have lined up, the first is going to be um, Astro Memer, Not All Geminis. She's going to co-host with me and talk about your favorite astrology meme accounts and what goes into making the memes, etc. And in another episode uh, in January, we're going to dive into the U.S. primary election where I'll have a friend who works in politics guesting. He's a political analyst. Um and he'll be talking about the signs and charts of the candidates and just also just talking about the political climate and, um, you know, what what it means to vote, I guess, this time around. But uh, I'll also use an astrological lens to look at what's going on in the news, like trends, pop culture, where the planets are here and now and how they can impact us all. And then every now and again, I'll sprinkle in some astro education like I've always done. Uh, but for the most part, it's going to be a bit more kind of like immersive and like casual there will basically be like a little of this and a little of that but without chris and also without so many advice questions if you have a question you want to submit please do and uh every now and again i will pull one up but um it won't be like you know three every episode there's going to be new art a new aesthetic to pair with everything and a new theme song that will retain cassie's three two one astro blast track wow couldn't get rid of it couldn't get rid of it if we tried it's too perfect um and then other music throughout um we're gonna write some music to go with the episodes and uh also play some other music from other artists and stuff um i'll be revamping the patreon so if you're a patron though uh it'll still be chill because the price tiers aren't changing there's just going to be new new perks uh that will also overlap with my astrology practice so the perks will be um somewhat podcast related but also just astrology related in general it's kind of going to be like in astrology patreon that encompasses my practice and uh and then the podcast and all the things that we talk about in it and then lastly with chris's departure all of the season one merch will be permanently reduced to 50 percent off and it's all final sale um eventually there will be a season two merch but for now we get season one merch while it lasts uh wear the end of an era before it's gone forever mm -hmm. that's all i got beautiful that's exciting it's been a busy christmas season so for apps I compiled a list of apps that I use, apps that you guys tweeted or messaged or emailed us about, as well as some that are either just like buzzy or featured near the top of the astrology search in the app store, just to like kind of see what the most popular were in a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. And I downloaded and signed up for two apps. Yes. Chris had, shockingly, no astrology apps on his phone. And uh, I had him download CoStar and The Pattern. So he's going to get a glimpse of those for the first time on air. <laughs> I have the the iRobot Roomba app. That's the I, same thing. And I have the Hue Lights app. And those are two things that when I'm on tour, I can make the Roomba go around the house and make my wife think somebody broke in the house. <laughs> do you do that? I haven't yet. I haven't uh, been on tour yet for since we got a Roomba. But oh, I'm okay. very excited. Yeah, my favorite is that we named our Roomba Mr. Tony Soprano. So sometimes I'll be sitting at work and I'll get a notification on my phone that says, Mr. Tony Soprano finished a job. And I'm like, whoa. That's great. Someone just lost their life. <laughs> Some dust. Okay, so uh, I kind of, there's different kinds of astrology apps. So the way I'll kind of go through them all is by category. And the first one is chart-based apps. So these are for looking at like, if you wanna look at your actual chart, not just like an interpretation that an app is giving you, but if you wanna actually see your chart and look at it and um, poke around on it and stuff and look at other people's charts, these are the apps that I have or that are here to just, I'm here to discuss. So Astro Gold is the one that I use. I use it probably more than any other app on my phone. It's co It costs $39.99, so that's you know the first negative I can say about it, but it's maybe the only negative I can say about it. It's expensive, but if it's a one-time payment 
and for what it gives you if you're you know really into astrology it's invaluable if forty dollars is like nothing for what this app gives you um, it'd be like buying a big ass book probably right like a huge fucking expensive book kind of i mean would... that's not even expensive for a book really yeah true yeah i mean the, the so this company makes like a desktop version that is what a lot of like professional astrologers use to give readings and stuff it's like their kind of like main platform that they use and that program is like at least 150 maybe 200 or 250 Woo. so the app is just kind of like the mobile version of right. it and um so all things considered i mean with if you're not giving astrology readings you don't necessarily need that desktop app so the fact that you can just get everything you need on your phone for 40 bucks is pretty tight you can look at your chart you can look at all your friends charts and you store them all on your phone with like unlimited storage so you don't have to like keep typing it in online and then like taking a screenshot and saving it to your pictures or whatever instead you can just like have it all localized and if you need to change any data you can go in there and do that i have like hundreds of charts on my phone and the app actually comes with hundreds of like celebrity charts and athlete charts and politicians charts and shit um so it's cool to just like anytime i'm like i wonder what this actor's chart is there's like 50 50 chance it's already on my phone which is cool have i ever did i talk about how i watched a few martin scorsese movies and he cut it very almost consistently talks about astrology in them no in taxi driver jody foster goes on this thing about gem like this whole run about gemini's and oh, then no. in another one i saw like in a shitty way like no i think she's she's a gemini oh and then another one there was another one where they also talked about gemini's Damn. It's always Gemini. Is he a Gemini? I don't know. I forgot to look. I forget which one it was. Let me ask it was Siri. I think it was Casino. What is Martin Scorsese's birthday? Martin Scorsese was born November 17th, 1942 and is 77 years old. Old. So he's a Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh, yeah. So, so this app lets you change chart calculations and house calculations depending on what... Uh, type of astrology you want to use like if you want to use vedic astrology like indian <coughs> astrology you can change the calculations <coughs> it shows you all of your aspects it gives and also this app gives you basic interpretations for every single one of your planets and their aspects you can go in and look at your chart and tap like moon in the third house and it'll tell you about the description of your moon sign a description of the moon in that house and a description of the moon with that aspect and like it it'll just break down everything i mean they're not super in-depth uh interpretations but it's like I think like a reliable first place to just check out kind of like the basics of your chart info. And then it also lets you compare your chart with somebody else's, which we call synastry. And it'll give you basic interpretations for that is how I did Chris and Cassie's when we were at Hooters. Mm. Um, I mean, I used my own interpretations, but I used that app to print out the synastry chart. And I saw recently, this is like a new update that Astrogold had was you can now do three charts synastry. So someone once wrote in and asked oh, about yeah. finding a third for their relationship. You could use this app to find a third for your relationship. There you go. Mystery solved. Um, yeah, I, I really can't recommend this app enough. And then the next one is Time Passages, which is another expensive one. I think it's the only one that costs anywhere near this, more or less. Uh, time Passages is $29.99. You get a lot of the same features as the other one. You can store unlimited charts. You can look at your chart. They're sinistry. I don't believe they have a three-chart feature. But uh, the difference is they have an... Uh, there's something about their house calculation that I don't particularly like that they're like calculating it in a way that is like slightly less precise than Astrogold that may have changed but either way 
I still just love Astral Gold more. Um, but Time Passages is still cool. And one thing that is worth having, if you are really into astrology and you want to spend the money on this and Astral Gold, Time Passages has this really fun feature where when you do your synastry, it'll break it down into like a bar graph of your compatibility. So the top bar, they're all scored out of like one to 10. The top bar will be like overall score. So for example, if I um, if I if I do mine in Jenny's charts, it gives us an overall score of six out of ten, and then it breaks it down into different categories. So, for example, we have four out of ten for communication, and nine out of ten for romantic attraction, and it, it goes down for all through all of there's like home and family, and there's finances. Oh, you know what I like to look at in time passages? <sighs> what? What do you like to look at in time passages, Jenny? Are you mad? Are you mad at me? Jess is mad. She's going to say she likes to look at her chart and Cassie's together. Hell yeah. 10 out of 10 romantic attraction. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Wow, 9 out of 10 communication. 8 out of 10 overall score. Wow, so you're saying you're leaving me for Cassie. I, the star has told me I have to. <laughs> that's true. What have I done? Yeah, it's not something I'd consider serious astrology. <laughs> it, <laughs> it definitely seems to lack perspective, um, but it is like neat to use for fun. Like even especially because my wife is straight and not gay. You hear me? <laughs> That's my straight that? wife. Okay, let's pause for the probe. I'm here with new friend Dan Ozzy. Uh, tell our listeners what you do. I write. Um, I'm a writer. I write about music. Mm-hmm. Where Where would people have like most often seen you? Oh, they most often. Uh, I used to work for many years at a website called Noisy, and I wrote a book with Laura Jane Grace. If you follow against me. And I'm writing another book, and I have a newsletter about music called Reply Alt, and that's yeah. where they might find me. The newsletter you recently told me about like a few weeks ago and mm -hmm. it's I've like been thinking about it a lot ever since because it's such a cool I think like the point that you made about newsletters was that social media platforms kind of like come and go mm -hmm. over their own arcs and email is just kind of like everlasting. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because everybody's like an email newsletter. It sounds like so 1995 and it is, but also like emails been around for a long time and like think of all the things that have come and gone in that time with like myspace and friendster and all these things that people thought were like the future and the things even now like instagram will go away one day and so will twitter and so will all these things but like email's probably going to be around for a while and uh, i like bombarding people with my emails it's <laughs> like this music uh like publication stuff is circling the drain because like I follow a bunch like a bunch of those type of people online and every day it's just like one person being like well I just got laid off from my like music editor job mm -hmm. and it's like a hundred other music editors who are unemployed being like oh my god this sucks like someone hire this person and that's just yeah. not a tenable model and I have to keep doing this because I have no other skills so I'm not gonna like <laughs> wait for somebody to make you know to like improve this industry so that I can have like a profitable job like I just have to do it myself you know yeah. what I mean yeah I think we're reaching like culturally in society like a day and age where it, it becomes harder to trust any kind of organization of any kind and sure. like going to an individual or like a, a small group of people that is like I think that's like part of what makes listening to podcasts so interesting too is you're hearing like specific people talk about what they believe and it's not coming through some kind of weird channel that you don't understand the nuance of sure and so the idea of like the music writer as an artist or a creative in itself is like such a cool idea that I hope keeps expanding um okay tell me about your experience your 
your relationship to astrology? I don't, I don't have next to none. My relationship to it is over the last two years, every fucking person that I know has become so obsessed with it that it's become basically like secondhand speak for them. It's like a mm -hmm. language <laughs> that I'm totally on the outside of. And whenever they're around me and they're like, well, yeah, that's a real Virgo rising mood. I'm like, right, I know, totally. Yeah. I get what you're talking about for sure. Because uh, <laughs> at this point I'm like scared. Mm -hmm. I'm like afraid, like, I don't, I've never seen Star Wars, which is something that I like keep to myself because when you say it, people are like, oh, are you kidding me? I You've never Star seen Wars. like, yeah. yeah. So I just keep it to myself because I know what it's going to bring out. But it's the same with astrology where it's getting to a point where it's so omnipresent that I'm like afraid to admit that I don't, not, not believe is the wrong word. I don't know, understand is the wrong word. I just don't even acknowledge it. Like I don't, yeah. I, I have not thought about it enough to form any sort of opinion on it. But I'm scared at this point because people are so <laughs> into it that I feel like it would be saying that you don't like dogs or something like that. I can't yeah. face that. It's definitely like complex enough of a thing that it's not something you could like read an article about and then just like join in the conversation. Yeah. It definitely is like it's you have lifestyle. to like read a couple books and then no, like. No, see, I can't. I won't yeah. do it. I can't read. So I think like. Uh, as someone who really likes astrology and like studies it a lot, it doesn't bother me when someone just like doesn't want to get into it because mm -hmm. that's like not offensive. That's like totally chill. It's the only thing that frustrates me is when people will like um, actively insult it without knowing enough about it. I'm definitely getting more loose as I get older with stuff like that. And you see mm -hmm. like what an, a younger generation is into because I feel like I used to be so um ardent in my opinions especially about like music and culture about like what music was good mm -hmm. and what was bad and you could not be talked out of it yeah and now i'm at the point where i like again have seen like a new generation come up and it's just like okay if that's what you're into <laughs> yeah. i'm not into it but who am i to say that it is bad or wrong yeah. for you to like it <laughs> can't be that bad okay so we just pulled up your chart and you are a gemini sun gemini rising an Aquarius moon. Let's do the sun question, which okay. is what do you believe your purpose is? My purpose? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a real nihilist in that regard. Like I don't know that anything that I'm doing here matters or will be remembered. I find comfort in being okay with that. I respect what I do too much to think that it won't be forgotten. So I don't I don't really, I'm not connected to any sort of like purpose. Like I, I feel like, I feel like your purpose is just doing the best you can for yourself mm -hmm. and also uh, those you care about. And that's about the extent of your purpose in yeah. life. Um, okay, moon question. What makes you feel safe? What makes me feel safe? I think one thing that makes me feel safe is routine. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely enjoy living like a artist's life where I'm kind of all over the place for sure. Um, I don't really have like a home or what, you know, I'm like drifting a lot in life, but also I definitely am comforted by routine and like waking up early, like doing the same morning routine, like yeah. making my bed um, and just like it, it helps me stay focused and productive and then that makes me feel comforted mm -hmm. um so that in a weird way makes me feel 
safe yeah routine um the final question is the rising question what tv show movie character political figure athlete any kind of like archetypal figure mm-hmm. do you most relate to and or aspire to be like <laughs> um fry from futurama hell yeah because he's just he's an idiot going through not only life but transversing across millennia mm-hmm. and it just to me is just like an idiot is an idiot at any period but there's a sweetness to him and a kindness to him and it almost is i don't know i don't know what it, i've never really thought about what i relate to specifically with philip j fry but when he's talking i'm like i i feel very connected to him in a yeah. weird way i just like his energy yeah you know i think that's kind of like the purest answer for the question is what you just are like what energetically you are really connected to in that first way. one i thought of yeah, yeah. does are, are we going to analyze what these th- three things mean or or no. it's just for it's kind of like left open for the listener who might have the same or like one of the th- same three big three placements as you do so someone else with like an aquarius moon would hear your like moon question answer and like see if that's something that they relate to it's just like supposed to create space for like energetic familiarity i Mm. guess and it's kind of like a an experimental sample well dan thanks for stopping in and doing this hey thanks for having me where can people find your newsletter and more info about you and follow you on the internet Um, and so on how about at twitter at dan ozzy d-a-n-o-z-z-i then i feel like all my stuff is probably findable from there amazing yeah yeah again highly recommend that sick ass newsletter any any jokes about astrology that i made on twitter that was i was goofing (laughs) but it is funny because one of them was inspired by something that happened when we hung out and then somebody tagged you in it which is basically someone tagged me in it coincidentally yeah they were like hey this is probably up your alley and And then i read it and i was like that tweets about our conversation (laughs) the person blew up my spot but i wouldn't i didn't mean it like it was just inspired by i took zero offense yeah okay cool anyway yeah uh thanks again for stopping in thanks All right, so now we're going to get into some territory of stuff I downloaded for the purpose of this episode uh, within this category. The first is Astro Future. It's a free app. It's cool because it's a really simple way to look at your natal chart and your current transits, and it breaks down your chart by element, modality, and duality as well. We didn't talk about this yet on the pod, but I'm sure it'll come up next year. It's a great daily horoscope and transit app for people just getting into understanding astrology. It highlights the major current planetary transits happening in relation to your natal planets. None of it is particularly in-depth, though. I think it's like a cool, it's like a very basic way to look at um, this like this simple data. I think it's probably worth having just for the the purpose of looking at your element breakdown and modality and duality breakdowns because that's not really covered in astro gold or time passages it might be i'd have to dig for it but i don't think so so it is cool for that but i have a hard time justifying it outside of that the next is time nomad which is also free and this app is actually pretty cool you can't add other people's charts to it it's just your chart Um, but it's a great app to look at your own chart and current transits it's also awesome for looking at aspects they really break down the aspects like there's like an accent on aspects in this app whether in your own natal chart or in current transits and natal transits 
and has a cool feature where you can slide this little button over and it'll show you the specific aspects. For example, you can pull up your chart and then slide this little button over to trine and it will hide all of the aspects in your chart except the trines so you can see where they all are. I don't know any other app or program that does that. It's not heavy in the interpretation department, so I'd hesitate recommending it to a beginner. But once you have somewhat of a handle on the basics of a chart and what the planets mean, I would 100% recommend this app. It's, it's just so cool for the aspects. Okay, so those are all of the like heavy hitting apps. The next category I have is social slash daily horoscope apps. So these are like the fun ones. So let's talk about CoStar. All right, here we go. Yes, the app that everybody loves to hate and hates to love. This uh, is a popular app, huh? Yeah, um, I, I think this is probably the most popular astrology app right now. What's great about it is it's a social platform, so you can input your chart info and save it to your profile, and then you can friend request other people, which lets you see their info, and it shows your general compatibility. Not a lot of apps do this, this whole social networking thing. In fact, I only only know of like two others, which we're about to get into. So CoStar, it sends you daily horoscopes, and they're known for their daily one-liner horoscope notifications. People tend to take these really personally, it seems. Everyone's always like upset about them on the internet. Mm -hmm. I like the social aspect of this app and it's definitely the most aesthetically pleasing astrology app. Like astrology as a community is already pretty lacking in the aesthetic department, but this app does a much better job than literally anything else. It looks pretty nice. Look at these grapes. The horoscopes always feel subpar though. I wouldn't use this app for that. CoStar is kind of like meme horoscopes, I guess. They're fun and like not necessarily unbased, but they're not really that helpful, I don't think. They're just, there's, I've seen a lot of like joke tweets online about people saying that like there's just an intern at CoStar that's just like typing random shit into the app. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it does store your info. It's fun to look at your friend's info and it's a pretty app. So um, Chris, Chris is going to take a first look at it. What do you see? Anything of note? I'm reading about myself, of course. Mm -hmm. it's some advice it has for me i guess or or, or a prediction mm -hmm. a little bit of a i guess that's what a horoscope is huh yeah or a reading what would, uh, a hor what, would a, what would the most simple way to describe a horoscope be well okay so a reading is when an astrologer like reads your chart for you right um which is i think i mean technically a horoscope but it seems like societally a horoscope is more of just like kind of like a blanket daily snippet of info right. for your sun sign but but of course these apps are allegedly doing more than just your sun sign they're like looking up more in your chart yeah but then they like spit out this like these like scraps of info that i don't know what does it say savor pleasure but don't try to take it captive what could that mean sounds like a fortune cookie don't spend so much time jacking off exactly and I hate to say that because, of course, we know that a few episodes ago I said I would never make any sort of sex joke ever again. So the I, app's trying to help you. It's saying quit jacking off. Well, and I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> power in work, social life, sex and love and self. Love so everything? Self. It seems like it pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. <laughs> Pressure in spirituality. God's coming for me. In what I'm way? Dragging off so much, <laughs> and I'm not joking. It's long though. Like there's so much, you know. Right? Is it breaking it down by like planet or whatever? Or it's is... breaking it down by it's breaking it down by power and pressure. The hell does that mean? And then there's like self-respect, professional success, charisma, magnetism. Damn, I have a lot of friends on CoStar. A lot of fucking people use this app. 
What? Cassie Farron added me on CoStar some time ago. <gasps> and you just let that sit? How, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Greta Thunberg has a CoStar? Maybe. Is astrology environmentally friendly? Is there anything about it that could not be? Actually, that's a great question. I was just watching a seminar the other day with Darby Costello, the bitch I always talk about, love her. Mm -hmm. She did a seminar on Earth, and she was talking about how we can look at our Earth planets to show where we indulge, where we should instead focus on the environment. Like she was saying, like, or she was saying our Earth placements show us where we tend to indulge. And so if we're wanting to, like, scale back our footprint or, like, you know, ecological footprint or whatever to look at what we're indulging in. Um, she was like, for example, I always buy milk out of a jug when I shouldn't, but it's my favorite milk. And she was like, that's just plastic I'm using when I could instead get milk out of a carton. So there's something there. there I'm sure go. Greta knows all about it. Whenever Greta Thunberg, oh, she gets a co-star notification, she reads it and goes, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. What, what do I have to say? I think I've said everything that I wanted to say about this app. I think, you know, of course, everybody should have it. It's like, just because it's so popular and so widely used for social networking. And and it's, it's free fun. unless you want to add somebody manually. Then it costs $3. Right. A month or <laughs> add just... Add manually for $3 each. Oh. What does that even mean? So if they're saying oh. if, you, if you want to like type in your friend's chart. I see. But you don't want to add them or they don't have CoStar. You'd have to pay $3 a person. That's queer. That's crazy. But for free, though, you get all this other great shit. Um so yeah, I would say keep it for fun and for networking, but don't like rely on the horoscopes. Uh, okay, the pattern. I fucking love this app and my therapist loves this app too. I just found that out in my last therapy session. She was like, I love the pattern. Do you have it? And I was like, yes, Amy. And so does Channing Tatum. What's cool about the pattern is that it bases all of its info on astrology and your personal natal chart, but it gets rid of all of the astrology terminology. So what you're left with is like a very sweet and introspective template for your life. You can read these little write-ups and take what you want from them to help you through what you're going through or to inspire you. You can add your friends on here and see what you both have in common in terms of your daily info. You won't see anything about the planets or charts on here, really. You'll really just see this, like, therapeutic info. Um, so it's not good for, like, astrology education or anything like that or, like, for trying to help you if you're trying to learn more about it. But it is really nice for gaining just, like, personal life perspective. Mm -hmm. I really recommend it. Yeah. So you you downloaded that today. What does it look like over there? Hard work and dependable. It's debatable. Driven and serious. Yes. Very serious. Fears and anxiety. I'm almost 100% of that. Visionary and unreal, or visionary or unrealistic. The hell? Did I not add enough information about myself? But it does say, welcome to the pattern. Each day you'll receive a personalized reminder that will live at the top of this feed for 24 hours. Maybe because I signed up in on this day, it, like, oh. it won't give it to, to me till tomorrow. That's weird, though, because you'd think that when someone downloads your app that they want to see what you have, yeah. what, what you got. <laughs> I downloaded it, and now I can't wait <laughs> for tomorrow <laughs> to find out how useful this app is. What will come first, your pattern or you deleting the app <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a race against time? <laughs> well, when you do get it, it's like you it'll give you a little write-up, and you click go deeper, and then you scroll through like a little thing, and they just give you little snippets of info for your day. Okay. And the pattern I think is maybe the most insightful astrology app. It feels like they're actually like genuinely using psychology, which is cool because 
psychological astrology is what I practice, but a lot of apps are more just like horoscope based, like predictive mm -hmm. interpretations. Um, but the pattern feels like it's about personal growth entirely. So yeah, definitely recommend the pattern. There's a part of this that says, during this partial solar eclipse, there's a feeling of optimism, but there could also be a sense of urgency to own up to past experiences. In this case, you may recall times when you went against your own sense of what was right. Wow. When I was a little boy, oh uh -huh. God, there was, um, I was, I was alone, I was homeschooled and I went to this, this like science camp and there were these kids making fun of this other kid and I made fun of the kid too. <gasps> And they were making fun of him because his mom was one of the teachers. And and I I was just looking to be friends with anybody. And then I went up and I like was with them and I and I said to the kid, You kiss your mom. And then he <laughs> punched me in the stomach. He punched you in the That's stomach because right. you said he kissed his mom. That's right. You should have said I kissed your mom. <laughs> that would have been better and more effective. <laughs> and I would probably regret it even more. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my great um my great um, sin of the past that haunts me. I was probably 12, so the past 10 years. <laughs> um, wow, that's actually kind of crazy that there's only 10 years between 12 and 22. Yeah. When you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I used to bully. I've had, I've had <laughs> bouts of bullying. I've definitely been bullied more than I have bullied. Yeah. But, um, but I've done my fair share of bullying. I feel pretty level about it. I'm like, I did it to some people, but some people did it to me. It's the cycle, the circle of life. Yeah. But actually, I feel like I get bullied more now as an adult than I did as a kid. Because when you go to like the mall or something and you see like a pack of teens. Oh, it's terrifying. You got to just like look the other way. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll cross the street if there's teenagers <laughs> yeah. coming for me. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. When I lived in Minnesota, because of when I was in Now Now and we would like go together to like Walmart. Of this this one time we went into Walmart, the three of us, and as we're walking in, some like redneck guy was coming out. Can you say redneck? Is that PC? I think that's okay. <laughs> some redneck guy was walking out of Walmart and he saw us and did a double take. And you could tell he had nothing mean going on in his whole body at, at this moment. But he just looked at us with like genuine shock and like turned to his friend and went, you see that? It was a bunch of faggots. <laughs> oh my God. We weren't even mad because you could tell that he wasn't trying to be mean. He was just like flabbergasted. Wow. And it was like that all the time in Minnesota in the suburbs. In Naples, Florida, I cannot even tell you how many times a car drove by me walking on the street and screamed faggot. Oh my God. It, would, it happened so often. The crazy part about it, it's not even like the bullying itself. You know, like like I said before, it's the circle of life. It's whatever. It's part of living is like being criticized by others. But what's craziest about that kind of shit is the fact that the people that get yelled like faggot to them are usually just people that are dressed well, like regardless of right. sexual orientation. Yeah. It's just like if you're wearing well-fitting clothes. Yeah. You better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> someone wearing like Jinko jeans or like <laughs> the biggest, dirtiest Carhartt pants you've ever seen is going to make you feel like shit for it. Yeah. Okay. The next one I had, this app is called Astro Guide and it's from Vice. It's Vice's astrology app. It's free when you download it, but there's, it's really, there's really not much there for it unless you pay. Mm -hmm. And the cost of it is $5.99 per month. Ugh. which is like so much more unsettling to me than just paying $40 once, you know? It's very aesthetic. It's like probably 
tied with co-star for like just having decent design and aesthetics um the fact that it's made by vice makes me feel weird about it because vice is like a massive media conglomerate and it scares me um but the app is spearheaded by this woman annabelle gatt who is vice's staff astrologer she's like young and cool and hip and you may have seen her book around it just came out this year it's a pink book called the astrology of love and sex it's like in bookstores and in like any little like boutique shop of like any kind i've seen it everywhere in la like no matter what kind of fucking store i'm in um the app has a lot of appeal on paper there's a lot of stuff in it that i like it's like easy to use and it has the social aspect to it where you can add people but what i don't like about it is how little there is in the free version you you can't look at compatibility or really much of anything without paying for it i think it gives you like your like sun horoscope which is basically like if you looked in the fucking newspaper right. or something yeah um i think that annabelle gatt seems to be a you know a really good astrologer so i i'm sure it's better than you know a newspaper horoscope but it still is just like it doesn't give you very much of anything unless you pay it ends up being almost $72 a year, which I personally... Yeah, I personally think that's, like, ridiculous for any app. I mean, unless that, it's, like... Some... That's almost as much as I pay for my meditation app that I barely use. <laughs> well, yeah, like, a meditation <laughs> app at least is, like... It could, like, my therapist, like, will, like, prescribe meditation apps right. to me. It, like, seems super valuable. To, that'll actually improve your life. I think astrology will improve your life too, but I just don't think that it has to be done through a five ninety nine app from Vice. Right, that just scares me. Yeah, the um, Vice uh, horse or Vice uh, astrology app. It says how much cocaine to do every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> careful today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't paid for it yet, obviously, but I have a gist of what features are unlocked by paying for it because every time I tried to do something, it would say must unlock. <laughs> um, it's got a lot of, you know, potential and I, like, I would totally unlock it if it was like $2 a month. Like, sure. Then that's 24 bucks a year. Fine. I'll do that. Do you ever play that Simpsons game on the phone? No. There was a game or is a game. I don't know. It must still exist called Simpsons tapped out. And uh -huh. it's, I guess it's like the Sims. I've never played the Sims. It's like in real time, so things like take forever, but you can pay actual money to speed things up. Yeah, and right. I, it was when I still drank alcohol, <laughs> and I would get drunk. This is this was the most reckless thing I did when I was when I would drink was I would pay real money, and I probably spent more than two hundred dollars on the on Simpsons the game. Simpsons game. Oh my god! There's like no real world reward in any in any way yeah. to spending money on it. And it's not even like a big enough game where like, if it's like, I don't know, I guess the example I'll use is like World of Warcraft where like, even if you stop playing it, the game's still going on without you and you could, I'm assuming, log back in and right. have all your shit. But yeah. like, I've never even heard of the Simpsons game. I know. It was popular f five years ago or whenever, six years ago. Okay. Uh, but yeah. And yet now the adult version of that or the, the sober, I guess I should say, version of that is Bitcoin. <laughs> That's right. Now I have Bitcoin and it's plummeting. <laughs> Let's check. Let's see. Bitcoin update. Listeners will remember my Bitcoin last time was at something, 70 something. <laughs> it is now at 69, 63. Whoa. Still going down. Yeah, it is. So that's what's up with me. <laughs> Bitcoin. But I, everybody that I ask, everybody, I've asked like three people in my entire life, says to just ride it out. Well, instead you could invest and invest in um, Astro Guide for five ninety nine a month, which is probably going to give you the same feelings as what you invested in Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, the, like I was saying before, I'd probably pay $2 a month for it. But damn, $6 a month is just way too much. I would want all of the features of Astro Gold, plus the social aspects, or the social aspect, like CoStar or whatever, plus horoscopes. I would want all of that for $5.99 a month. And this this app does, like, you know, shades of that stuff, but it's just not as comprehensive as I would like it to be for that price. I mean, you know, Animal Gad is great, so I don't mean to say any shit about her i just wish this app was not so expensive um more i'll pour out here you know what i mean yeah and the last person i want to give my money to is vice mm-hmm. uh okay so next category i have is non-social daily horoscope apps uh the note i have for them is all of them suck um, <laughs> i looked at daily horoscope my horoscope i horoscope astro style astro matrix horoscopes and astrology zone from susan miller um all of them were free except for Astro Style, which I paid one ninety nine for. Who's Be- Susan Miller? She's, I think she's British. Oh. Susan Miller is like a popular astrologer and okay. this is her app. So I thought it was going to be pretty lit, but I w- was just like, what is this? Yeah. But the one I paid one ninety nine for, Astro Style, this app, this is an app created by the Astro Twins. They call themselves the Astro Twins. They're twin sisters, Tali and Ophira Edu, who are... Uh, the official astrologers for Elle magazine and they've done readings for like a lot of celebrities like a fuckload so I paid a dollar ninety nine, thinking it would at least be okay with their credentials it was like supposed to be like some kind of like fashion intersection through Elle and these like crazy celebrity readers I was like fine I'll pay one ninety nine for this app but uh turns out it's literally a piece of shit app and I can't believe I paid a single cent for it <laughs> it looks like an app for a nine-year-old oh which no. maybe it is i mean is l magazine like no that's like it's like uh like a less classy vogue or something but it's, it's so is it more on par with vogue than on than with teen vogue it's not like it l isn't a teen maybe. magazine is it i don't know I'll look it up. It's like hideous it's a hideous <laughs> app that offers nothing <laughs> L Magazine is a worldwide lifestyle magazine of French origin that focuses on fashion, beauty, health, and entertainment. This app does not look French. It looks like someone designed it in their like high school web design class or something like that. Damn. It is like... I thought you were going to say, this app does not look French. It looks, and then say, like a different country. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it looks American. or it looks No, it looks Canadian. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> When you think French, you'd think of something that looks like the co- the pattern or co-star or something, but yeah. like, or oui, oui. fucking the Vice one, but it looks like shit. I just can't believe that they charge money for it. I am so, I like have been just confused. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, all these apps suck. Um, I'm going <laughs> to just coast right through them. If I listed that app and you have it, delete it immediately. <laughs> At least get like co-star where even if their horoscopes aren't that great, they're not like a like smoking pile of shit so okay the the last category i have it's really just like this is just one app i didn't know what category to put it in it's called sanctuary and it's free i'm just i just want to give this app an honorable mention because it accompanies their like super aesthetic instagram page that's like it it's basically like an astrology meme page but it's less like i guess i don't know the exact definition of meme but um it's not like necessarily like comedic it's just like they they design these like beautiful little images that will be like maybe i should just show you really quick live laugh love (laughs) yeah exactly okay so it's a picture of a woman with three boobs 
and she has Wait, really? a, a Nazi hat on. <laughs> and she's riding Love a it. unicorn. It's such a sweet it's app. It's wild. <laughs> okay, no, it's... Uh, yeah, these aren't like... I guess they are like not funny memes, but like not supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's just like really helpful graphics breaking stuff down. Yes. I'd say this is the most... For a person like me who does actually know a lot about astrology, <laughs> it is the most, um, it does like lay it out in the most like visually clear way. Yeah. It's like clear and pretty and pleasing and like easy to digest. And yeah. Um, so yeah, the, I would recommend following the account on Instagram. I mean, I'll talk more about that in the first episode in January with not all Gemini's. I'm going to, we're going to run down meme accounts um but for now i'll say because this one has an app uh both the account and the app are totally worth the, f the follow and the download um what's cool about it the app is pretty simple it doesn't give you particularly in-depth interpretations or anything but what i love about it and it's the only app i've seen that does this it gives you mini lessons on astrology it's like a super condensed version of what this podcast is and has been all year um I'd recommend this app for a beginner and I'd also recommend yeah, th the Instagram account for anyone. Uh, but the app, it's like you open it up and it'll say like the moon or like the sun or Mars and you tap it and it, it opens up a graphic little like image that plays that looks like you're texting and it'll be like sanctuary and it'll be like Mars is about this. And then like it'll be like type yes to continue. And if you type yes, it'll tell you more about Mars. It's mm. just like quick little snippets of, of a lesson, which is great. No, no other app does that it's like if if i was just getting into astrology i'd be on that shit every day yeah so yeah all right that, that's it let me uh just wrap it all up here i guess astrology astrology is ultimately about getting to know yourself and you should stick with any apps that help you do that so if i shadow over an app here that's really helped you it's you should keep the app and use it that's totally great what about the l magazine one if that helps you then you're probably nine years old <laughs> and i don't know why your parents let you listen to this podcast <laughs> um setting that fact aside which ones to keep i would say astro gold time passages co-star the pattern and time nomad and then sanctuary if you're if you want to have those little lessons scrap everything else um, my personal favorites, Astro Gold, is always going to be my favorite, followed by the pattern and then co-star for being able to add your friends and, and see their big three. Yeah, Astro Gold, the pattern, and co-star are my like trifecta. Um, and uh, so just uh, I'll just give some closing some closing thoughts on how to tell if an app is good or not. If it feels like a newspaper horoscope, it's probably not that great. Um, if it's giving you a notification that's one sentence that is like feels really reductive anything that feels reductive is probably not that great uh if it doesn't use your own natal chart info it's probably not that great if the app if the app keeps trying to get you to pay for a reading with the app developer i wouldn't trust it because they're just pushing their practice more than trying to give you a really great app you can tell you know when people are out there getting shysty or whatever trying to get you to pay for shit just uh use your judgment and you know don't get wrapped into looking at astrology horoscopes that try to try to delineate between a fun horoscope and one that's actually going to help you as long as you can see that difference then any app you know you can use it's seeing the difference that's important i had an an app uh for like a like a level you know like to make sure something was like straight mm -hmm. and it asked me if i wanted to turn on notifications for it and i thought that was insane <laughs> what do they have what do to you say? gotta t say to me <laughs> 
They're like, hey, is that picture still level? You should check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Are there advertisements on it? So they just want you to keep opening the app? Yeah. It is like, on the one hand, technologically, it's like, wow, we have so much shit at our fingertips at our disposal. But then on the other hand, it's like anytime we use any of those things, there's an advertisement involved. Even if you're like in your pajamas in bed, you're being advertised to. It's just like, give me a fucking break. God. It's relentless. That's why I pay for YouTube Premium, so I don't have to see the ads. Check out YouTube Premium. <laughs> yeah, then they're like, oh, you don't like the ads? That's fine. <laughs> Just give us a bunch of money instead. I do it too with Hulu. No fucking way am I going to watch ads on Hulu. Hell no. This episode sponsored by YouTube <laughs> Premium and Hulu Plus. <laughs> All right, let's do some advice. Yeah, baby. All right, this is from an unnamed. This person who wrote in is the great Puck from Real World, season one. (laughs) Pisces sun, Aquarius moon, Pisces rising. I'm 25. Mm, I don't know about that, Puck. I'm 25 (laughs) and I've only ever been in one relationship that lasted for two years. I've been thinking about trying to get get out into the dating scene. I don't really know how to approach people. I just want to stay in my room and enjoy my own company. I remember how great it was to have someone to sh- to share shit with. I don't know how to be casual about my feelings for someone. When I'm interested in someone, I just want to love the heck out of them and be with them and make them happy. I'm also a pretty awkward person. I did make a bumble just as like a cop-out because boys don't make first moves on there. Please help me stop being a reclusive bitch baby. Okay, so... Wait, that's bu- that's that's the point of bumble? I don't know Bumble. Only girls, yeah, girls have to make the first move on Bumble. Oh, nice. that's the thing? I, I always wondered. I thought it was just for, like, people who worked Love. in an office or something. Mm. <laughs> What's the app that people talk to each other if they work in an office? Slack. Slack for dating? No. <laughs> you might get some sexual harassment suits if you <laughs> try to date people in your Slack team. <laughs> that's what I'm into. Oh, my God, Jenny. Just kidding. Obviously. So this person hasn't been dating for a while and doesn't it feels awkward and doesn't really want to do it and they just want some tips for how to do it because they miss companionship. Is that the vibe? Yeah, and they feel like they don't know how to like temper their enthusiasm when they do like somebody. And I would say maybe not 100%, but I think just the fact that you are aware of that in itself puts you uh, gives you like a leg up on a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people don't even realize that they are like being extra yeah (laughs) um so i think just the fact that you have that self-awareness is valuable like chris said the best thing you can do is like notice this shit about yourself and then because you need to not smother people with love um as someone who also does that i do that but jenny likes it and she does it to me too so that's why we work but i've definitely been interested in many other people who I smother and it pushes them away and it's then I just feel embarrassed about it for like the rest of my life So it's like you two are roommates <laughs> You two women. What do you mean? You, you I smother her time. with friendship one That's a bunk bed. I thought I thought it was a <laughs> lower. A I thought it bed. no I thought there was a downstairs to it. I just did not look around Jenny the sleeps sitting up in her office chair in front of the computer <laughs> <laughs> She's always producing <laughs> Yeah, just, like, keep yourself in check. Just, like, ask yourself, when you're about to text someone you're into, ask yourself, like, should I be saying this? What will this look like? 
and then you'll probably not do it because it sounds like you're like me and there's a lot of crazy shit that you want to do but uh also everyone's awkward especially now that this is just going back to what you said about being nervous about going out to meet people or whatever everybody's awkward because so many of us are sitting around like on our apple products at home these days i feel terrible when i step out into the world when i have to like be around someone i'm like it sucks out there <sighs> yeah i'm like i look so stupid i haven't had a conversation this long in a week like how do i know how to do this mm -hmm. there are people out there there's someone out there for everyone you know and they'll be like you or they'll find what you do endearing or they'll be, you know, they'll be awkward like you are and you'll identify that in each other. And if someone's judging you for how you are being naturally, then fuck them. Fuck them. Don't right there. Them. Right there and then at the coffee shop. Oh what? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, question number two is from Elizabeth. Warren, the great <laughs> Warren. president. Elizabeth. We're recording this in the future. Elizabeth Warren writes in and says, My partner and I were born almost exactly 24 hours apart, but in different states. I looked at one of us from a red state, one of us from a blue state. I looked up our charts and it turns out we're both Pisces Sun, Pisces Moon, Leo Rising. Or in other words, complete nightmare people. My question for you is, are we going to be okay or are we completely fucked? We've been together for six years and are admittedly... <laughs> <laughs> you've been to, are, are we gonna make it we've been together for just a short six years <laughs> and and are admittedly terrible communicators thanks for your help okay well like the other person you're, you're you can admit that you're terrible communicators that's a good starting point a good launching point and like chris said doesn't sound like you're fucked <laughs> sounds like you're having a nice long wonderful relationship unless that's not true i mean i guess they could maybe they feel stuck or something yeah Pisces is definitely terrible at communicating. Pisces, and you both have Pisces sun and Pisces moon. That's so much Pisces energy. They're terrible at communicating. Um, and the Leo rising would, and for someone who like, people who like want to be heard and understood in some way. So if you, but it seems like you guys aren't able to do that because of your communication problems. Astrology is a good place to start for figuring out why you're terrible communicators. Um, I would start by reading up on a fuckload of stuff as much as you can read about Pisces and then look at your Mercuries and figure out what why your communication shit isn't lining up. Pisces, fish, Mercury, something about fish. Mercury. That's right. 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 Thank you for connecting those dots for me. <laughs> well, it sounds like these it sounds like these people don't have enough mercury in their fish. That's right. These are unhealthy fish. <laughs> they're kind of like floating these are a sick little fish. They're a little too close to the surface of the water, you know, like uh -huh. they might flip up and croak at any moment. Yeah. Too sick fish. Thanks for writing in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number 3. Number 3. Olivia, the great Olivia Newton-John, <laughs> Taurus Sun, Sag Moon, Sag Rising. Hello, my dudes. I'm Olivia. I have a lot of guilt about something I did fairly recently and haven't been able to let it go. I killed someone. <laughs> Olivia? Advice? Um... <laughs> uh, it says, long story short, my band director has a long history of affairs with students' parents and allegedly a few students, there it is. Oh. But this past year, he had an affair with my friend's mother and that really hit close to home with me. When word got out to the majority of the student body and community about it, our director yelled at the class, then took the student he suspected to have spread the rumor into his office and yelled at him the rest of the day. Now, this wasn't the first time our director had handled a situation like this and com completely tore a student to shreds over a mistake and I had been on the receiving end 
of it a few times. I decided enough was enough and I went to admin about it. Nothing ever came of it and everyone acts like nothing happened. I lost a few good friends because of what I did and I feel a lot of guilt about going to admin. I feel like I didn't do the right thing and that it wasn't my place to do anything, but someone had to stand up to the director. Any tips on letting things go and not reliving the past? I think he probably did the right thing, though, just to put that out there. It sounds like you did. And there is something to be said about being a narc, but this situation sounds like fucked up and weird. I can't believe this person kept their job after like the word got out about this. I mean, on the, I mean, it's also it's like they're the, adults. Stu the students thing is is the part that's like if if there if there's like if that's real if there's like people who I I don't know how to handle something like that, but that seems if if there is any. I don't want to say evidence because that's like a gray area too. But like, if there's anybody who can co corroborate that, corroborate yeah, that, then that would be probably a beneficial thing to bring forward. I mean, he shouldn't be yelling at a student in front of an entire class, like taking him into an office and yelling at him because that's like dramatic and weird and crazy looking. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the part about students, like him having an affair with actual students is pretty messed up and anyone should be coming forward about anything about that but if it's like affairs with parents i mean that they're adults doing adult stuff and like uh sucking fucking yeah, 69ing whining and dining and then 69ing later <laughs> that's like you know kind of whatever like you're gonna see adults do that for the rest of your life <laughs> um yeah have, have some affairs. of these movies on my computer jeez <laughs> Uh, but if he did have an affair with your friend's mom and then like it spread around the student body, first of all, he should count on that happening because shit just word gets around. If you tell anybody anything, other people will find out. This yeah, is like how humans are. A bunch of fucking teenagers. Yeah. So he shouldn't be yelling about it, but also it doesn't seem like he did anything wrong by having an affair with someone's mom. It just seems like where he went wrong was yelling at someone about it when it's like, well, if you did it, then... Well, it's, 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 I'd say he did something wrong by having an affair. If it's an affair affair, like mm -hmm. if it's if she's like married or he's married or whatever. But, but that's like, like that, an adult issue for them to right, sort out, not true. for like a bunch of high school kids. No, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Did you hear what happened? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. But the so what they ask is how, any tips on uh, letting things go and not reliving the past. I think you should always try to do the right thing, but also just recognize there's like a time and place for the right thing. Like if we all did the right, if we made us took a stand on everything we thought was the right thing, we would all be really fucking annoying. Oh, wait, we're already all doing that on Twitter. But <laughs> it's like I, I think it was, you know, worth worth it what you did telling admin that he was yelling at a kid about this weird shit that's like just not okay yeah but in the future like i don't know just think about it before you do it and it sounds like you did i don't know why people stop there wasn't a lot of context for why people stop being friends with you for doing that right so maybe we're missing part of the story or something mm -hmm. let's have the band director write in yeah get him to call us let's get him on the line <laughs> like howard stern style <laughs> yo did you bonk someone's mom dude <laughs> uh uh but uh, you did the right thing. How to stop reliving the past. Hey, you literally can't do it. You can't relive <laughs> the past. So just think of all the many mistakes you'll make in the future. <laughs> I'm pr I promise you, you will. 
Yeah, we do embarrassing shit our whole lives and try to get over it. There's like certain things that, you know, play in my mind from months, if not years ago. And I'll just be like washing the dishes and I'll just be like, fuck out loud because I remember this like embarrassing thing I did. You just, you can't escape it. Be, to be human. As Sky Ferreira once said, everything is embarrassing. That's right. And she's right. Okay, well, that's everything. Um, you can write in at astroblasting.com or astroblasting at gmail.com, whether to just give us comments or say farewell to Chris or to leave some advice questions you may have for the future. Um, to stay up to date on all of the fun things happening with the podcast in astrology in 2020, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at astroblasting on both of those things. Farewell, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thanks for enduring fun. all of the You know, honestly, shit. I've... So, okay, so I liken it to, like, a, another language. Like, I don't think I could speak it, but I could, I definitely would understand more of it if I heard it. How about right. that? So, like, if a convo happens around you at a bar, you'd be like, I've got some vague idea of what's going on here. Yeah. It's just broad strokes, like, astrology is happening. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's great. At the very least, I would hope what you could take away from it is that, Astrology is a really dense and rich thing that has room for like a reason oh, to, yeah. for a reason for it to be, which for I sure. think a lot of people like aren't willing to hear. So, yeah, you got a nice big dose of that. <laughs> yeah. A nice big juicy load whoa, whoa. of astrology. <laughs> it's not sex stuff. I don't do things like that anymore. Oh All right. You guys quick say a New Year's resolution. Jenny. Quickly. Is it going to be to stay off your phone more? What oh, my fuck? God. Play more Skyrim. Play more Skyrim. Chris. I want to make a, a thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I want. Um, you can say a thousand dollars. I'd like to make a thousand dollars. I would love for to be a guest on Comedy Bang Bang as a musical guest. Ooh, that's a resolution. It is like a, a goal, I guess. It's like a New Year's wish. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a goal. All right. Uh, my resolution is to uh, be nicer to myself. Get your wife to come home. <laughs> and Cassie, please come home. <laughs> oh, everybody's New Year's resolution should be nice to be nicer to themselves. Yeah, that's really sweet. What's yours? Uh, mine is to figure out how to like feel inspired again and feel more creative. Nice. I really have lost touch with that in the last handful of years. Have you read a book called The War of Art? Do you if you've read that book probably? I have read that book. Do you have no. it? If it's a it's a great book. Okay. I would recommend it to you if you feel like that. For like getting inspired. Mhm. Mm I think that the, what I'm going to be doing with Astro Blast in 2020 is also really going to stoke those embers. Yeah. I'm trying to just like overload it with kind of like experimental creative shit to like inspire myself yeah, and, yeah. and to just see how it goes as Hell a show. Yeah. Well, happy new year, everybody. I gotta wait for Jenny. Jenny, find the book later. We're taping. <laughs> All right. I have one. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it over. Oh, happy yeah. new year. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yes. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the show. And I really hope to see you in 2020. And I, are we ready for our final, our final out, our f final, final outro thing? Yeah, I, what we always are saying here at the pod. What we are always saying, some squirting. Wait. Oh, that was edited out. That whole chunk <laughs> where we talked about squirting. Sorry. Speaking, speaking of a brand new year with 
brand new dreams and goals and creativity and Chris touring and, and all of us just doing our, our shit and living life. And to you too, I am definitely H for the D. To the stars and, and back. back.